For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce. Isaac, how art thou? Hey, what's up, Doc, man? Uh, I'm doing well. Family's well. Uh, Ready to talk football. Ready to talk sports, man. Let's do it. No doubt about it. Now, a lot to talk about on this week's show. It's almost game time for our L.A. Rams. Camp is pretty much over, which means cut down day is coming. And damn. That hurts. A lot of dudes going to get crushed. In the latest episode of Hard Knocks, HBO finally going into the room I've been wanting them, wanting them to go into, the running back room. Isaac and I talk about that room and see if anyone needs to be added to that room. Someone like we say, Leonard Fournette. Injuries have visited the Rams. Some minor, one major, one impact does that have. And it's almost that time, week one face-off with those Dallas Cowboys. A win in the season opener will be a huge confidence boost for our Rams as they hope for a return to the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. I put my money on our Rams smacking Dallas Around in week one, take full advantage with sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Our sports expert, Isaac Bruce, Hard Knocks, this latest episode. What you think, man? I think it was interesting, Doc. I mean, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, HBO and uh, the producers. Uh, you know, by starting off the show, by mentioning Jacob Blake and, uh, you know, him being shot uh, just, uh, in the back seven times, uh, uh, the Kenosha Police Department, and just, uh, you know, the players mentioning and talking about and just using their platforms to, to express their disgust uh, their, their weariness and just being tired of the whole situation. Uh, we heard a lot of the coaches, a lot of the players talk about, you know, how long racism has been uh, at the forefront of this country and how it's raised its head numerous of times. And, and I think HBO did a good job as far as, you know, beginning and starting the show with it, ending the show with it as well. And, uh, you know, just a lot of great quotes, man. A lot of great quotes from uh, Jacob Blake's sister. You know, she said, She's not sad. She doesn't want pity. She wants change. And she says enough is enough. And we echo that. I mean, I want change. I'm looking. I'm anticipating change, uh, you know, as a as a as a cry to the quote, 
uh, African-American people, man. A lot of leaders around this country, you know, Doc, that look like us, man. We're, we're screaming for economic empowerment. We're screaming, and we already know that money money answers all things. So we're screaming collectively for, for our people to awaken, unify, and be restored, man. So, you know, that's one of the messages I want to, uh, you know, uh, just uh, send out there from this podcast and, and uh, let the Blake family know that we, we stand with them. Uh, we're praying for them and we we care about what's going on with them. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I love the airtime that HBO gave to that. I love the response of the Los Angeles Rams, but also of the Los Angeles Chargers. I think both head coaches handled that, handled that perfectly and pretty much listened to the players and let the players speak in Anthony Lynn's uh, case. He is an African-American head coach, so he can look at it from that point of view and really, really totally understand and empathize what we're facing and what we're going through and what Jacob Blake is going through. And I also like the fact that, you know, they showed us Sean McVay meeting with the Rams leadership council and Robert Woods saying some things, you know, it's like, if we're going to miss practice, we got to do something. Just don't miss practice. That's the miss practice. Because I think a lot of people are just saying the right thing and they really not doing anything. And a lot of people and players are doing this because they see somebody else doing this. But what is the process? What is the plan? What is the action the call to action that you all are going to take. So I love the way they address that, man. And like Isaac, like you talked about, man, it's just, it's extremely, extremely tough to just see that happen day in and day out, man. And it's been happening for hundreds of years and, and it's extremely infuriating. And all I can say, man, is, you know, people, you know, asking for help, but you know, I haven't heard too many people go to the ultimate source, asking for help, which is the most high God. So that's who I call on to fix this because it's out of hand, man, and I don't see it getting any better, man. But something has to change. Something has to change right now, and we do have to make some steps towards that. So I applaud the Rams. I applaud the Chargers. I applaud the HB- I applaud HBO for addressing this serious, serious situation. And I really applaud these young men, these young people, man. They, I mean, they're young men, but taking this stance and taking this step and not worrying about how it's going to affect them and seeing how their community and themselves – are affected. So as you said, man, praying for Jacob Blake's family, man, and hopefully, man, the most high God fixes this uh soon, man. And uh it, it's just tough. But also in hard knocks, uh we talked about cut down day coming up. The first thing popped out in my head. Uh, it's just tough seeing my man get cut like that, bro. He comes in, man, he got chopped. And I, I'm gonna say it right now, man. Um he handled it a lot better than when I got cut. Cause when I got cut, bro, I was crying and I ain't gonna even lie Ike B. Johnny Rowling, man, you know, Rich Brooks, they chopped me. I mean, little did I know I had made a good enough impression that they had planned on bringing me back. But at the time, I didn't know, man. I, you know, my, my, uh, my heart was broken. I think I called you, man, like soon as I came up out of there. And I don't know if you had drove away. You had to drive back and come holler at your boy, man. It was tough, man. But cut down there is coming, man. We got to go from 80 to 53. It's going to be a lot of those hurt feelings coming up, Isaac. Well, well, this is the week, man. I mean, we do realize that this is a business. Uh, some tough decisions have to be made. Uh, Les Snead and, and his his guys have to, uh, you know, pick and choose and, and decide, you know, from a, a playing standpoint, from an economic standpoint, who and what fits this team. So it, it's one of those weeks where, where it, it, it's a little bit quieter in the locker room. I mean, it's a little bit quieter in the weight room and, and guys are, are thinking about their future. You know, I... I you know, I've been around, you know, in locker rooms. I've seen guys get cut. I've seen some guys who didn't expect to get cut get cut and guys who, who expected to get cut make the team. So, 
you know, it kind of works both ways. And I think, you know, some guys use this, this, this disappointment as an opportunity for their eyes to open, Doc, for, to, to see other, uh, other things that, you know, other gifts that they may have on the inside of them and to, you know, create a career. So, uh, football may be ending for some, uh, but other opportunities are open for these guys. And hopefully in some form or fashion, if they want to stay around sports, there's always other avenues that they can take, that they can stay and hang and be around sports in some form of, uh, some form of fashion. But it's definitely one of those situations, man, where, where it's a little quieter in the locker room, but you know, this too shall pass. Yeah, and I, I want to tell everybody, man, all those young fellas, man, because you're going to get faced, you're going to get chopped this week, man. Just stay encouraged. I think I should have saw it coming, but I was balling so well in training camp, man. That's why it was shocked me. But I guess I shouldn't have been shocked because that year we drafted Lawrence Phillips, Gerald Moore, Jack Yates, Ernie Conwell, Derek Harris. So that was four rookie running backs, man. And then we already had our guy H.G. Harold Green on the team and Ty Montgomery and Greg Robinson fighting for that other veteran spot. So I guess I should have known, but it was good to come back, man. But at the time, man, you know, my feelings were hurt, bro. So young fellas, stay encouraged, man. You never know. They could call you back, man, or another team uh, can call you. And Jerry Goff, what's up? What's up, Isaac? What's up? And, and that's what I was going to say, Doc. It's, it's always, every time you go on the field, every time you go out and they're filming you, it's an interview. And I'm sure the NFL and these teams have come together because of uh, the lack of preseason games and maybe they're sharing film like they haven't shared it before. So, you know, teams are going to be looking for fits for their team. So it's always an interview, man. And you, you never want to burn the bridge, but you know, you want to have that eye, your eye on that final prize, man. It may not be making a team, uh, making the Los Angeles Rams squad this year, but man, you know what? It's two teams in LA. It's a couple more up North. So, you know, they're playing more teams in the league. You get that opportunity, man. Take the best of it. In your 16 seasons in the league, man, did you ever see anybody just act out after being cut, man, just cut a damn fool back in the locker room after being chopped up? Or did you ever? Did you just see everybody kind of handle it as a professional? No one ever acted out and just went off? I've seen more professionals uh, than, you know, I've seen guys just really not, you know, get upset, get disturbed. Um, you know, like you mentioned, some guys, you know, you can you can read the writing on the wall, but it's up to you to read that writing on the wall or rewrite that writing that's on the wall. So, I mean, if it didn't work out there, there's plenty more opportunities, man. There's, 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 there's a lot of more, uh, there's a lot more teams, a lot more opportunities, guys who may need you. You may get, you may get released. You may get picked up on the waiver wire, or you may clear waivers and, and this next team comes right in and, and picks you up, put you on their development squad. But it's all about continuing that development and uh, hopefully it opens your eyes, like I said, to to other things that can, you know, can generate revenue. No doubt about it. Generating revenue is something Jerry Goff has done. Got that huge contract, man. And uh, But I also like the fact, man, I heard him propping up the defense, man, uh, talking about how how much better they're playing. But normally that means they're busting his ass in training camp, man. So it's good for what the defense is doing. But you want to say, okay, Jerry, what, what are, are they giving you that work? And train the camp because it seems like that's the way it's been going, even though they're not full of going. Just watching a couple of those highlights, man. Uh, I think I saw one touchdown pass to Van Jefferson that they showed, man. But I'm watching. I'm like, man, that's a sack, man. They just can't touch the quarterback. So, Jerry Goff pumping up that defense, man. And we've talked about the defense. We really, really, really need this defense to ball out this year, man, because they got to do some special things, Isaac. Well, I mean, we're going to expect the defense to pop first, man. I mean, you know, with, with no, O2A, no OTAs, uh, no mini camps, 
you know, training camp was pushed back just a little bit, and we haven't had time to get uh, the offense to jail. Guys haven't had reps. So quite naturally, I mean, I think the defense will pop first. Um, you know, you, you got you got players, new players on the team, rookies. These are the rookies' first encounter with the National Football League. And, uh, you know, they, they talked about Van Jefferson. I, I, I like them showing Van uh, uh, the way he's popping in practice. Uh, he's also getting his baptism from Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that's that's so important for him. That's so important for his growth, uh, his ability to be able to go against the best in practice every day. So I, I think it's good. I think it's uh, it'll be for the betterment of the offense. But, I mean, we don't have long to get this thing going. I mean, we're, we're a couple weeks away from really strapping on the uh, the silks and really getting after it, Doc. Now, they talked about and they praised uh, Van Jefferson's route running. Man, tell the people how important a great wide receiver route runner is, man. It's really pretty much more important than your top-end speed, man, because to be able to run great routes like you you did, you wanted the best to ever do it as far as a, a, a best to ever do it, period. And your route running – uh, absolutely impeccable, but tell the people how important it is for a wide receiver to be a great route runner because that can make you great even if you run a four seven or a four eight. Well, when you when you take a look at you know the history of the National Football League from uh, the the people we want to call great to Hall of Famers uh, who played the position of wide receiver, man, the the one word that sticks out with all of these guys is that you, separation. You, you gain separation. You're able to separate from a defense uh, because, you know, some of the some of the things I heard coming into the league was, you know, everybody runs a 4-3. Everybody's fast. Everybody uh, can do this. They're quick. But the name of the game for me uh, was always being able to separate from guys that were covering you. And I've seen guys from from who, who run 4-6, run 4-7, uh, maybe 4-8, be able to separate. The game is about leverage. It's about being able to uh, use and work angles and use explosion uh, in and out of your breaks and really anticipating uh, your next step. So when when guys learn to be able to separate, and I think Van Jefferson, he's he's pretty he's he's decent. He's really good at separating right now, and I see that explosion. Uh, like we said on this show before, he comes from great pedigree, a long legacy. His dad, Sean Jefferson, played in the league for a very long time, so he's been getting tutored a very long time as far as the position of wide receiver is concerned, and it's showing up. So anybody that's listening to this show, and I'm sure it's a lot of people out there, if, if you're playing this position to call a wide receiver, man, separation is the key. You can practice it uh, 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 yeah, uh, versus air, just having it in your mindset. And when you get in your practices versus competition, man, always use that bent elbow, shooting at the hip, trying to get guys off their, off their path of running and just separate it uh, from the technique, from the coverage that's covering you. No doubt. I mean, that's coming from one of the best to ever do it, Van Jefferson. I like your body lean, man. I like your body control and all that. And I like your size, man. I also like the fact that, you know, we got some bills to pay because if we pay some bills, that means somebody's paying us. So all praises to the most high on that. Having a home is a blessing and having a great heating and air conditioning system for that home is also a blessing. At Opox, we help you take care of that blessing by making sure your heating and air conditioning system is running properly. Our expert technicians have decades of experience and our experience will make sure your experience at home is a comfortable one. Call Opox today at 901-443-5153 for your heating, air conditioning, water heater, and furnace services. Opox, keeping you warm in the winter, cool in the summer. Welcome back to Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Isaac, 
going back to HBO Hard Knocks, man, they finally showed my fellas, man, my guys. I don't know them, but that's my position group. The running back group. Love it, man. They finally gave us a little airtime, man. Thomas Brown, the running backs coach, and all the other running backs. Now, a lot of Rams fans got excited. Some not excited when the Jacksonville Jaguars inexplicably released running back Leonard Fournette. Now, I immediately was like the Rams should at least think about picking Fournette up if he clears waivers, which he did, uh, because they'd have to pay him the $4 million if he didn't clear the waivers. But he did clear waivers, so he's free. But I think it's a good idea because Fournette is a baller. He's tough. He's physical. He's big. And right now, he's pissed off and he has a lot to prove, Isaac. Now, he's proven now. This doesn't mean I don't think the running backs that the Rams have right now can't get the job done. But just to have a chance to look at somebody like Fournette. And right now, man, you can pretty much pay him whatever you want to pay him. But Sean McVay did come out to say that they aren't interested in signing Fournette. They do like the running backs that they have right now. But I'm like... Dang, bro. Big dog, six feet, 228, two coming up, you know, two 1,000-yard seasons in his three three seasons, man. That's something I would at least think about, Isaac. Uh, definitely, man. You take a look at a guy like Frenette, man. I mean, and not to mention he's 25. So, that means he, he doesn't have a lot of, you know, wear and tear on his body right now, Doc. So, but, you know, just to hear Coach McVay's, uh, you know, confidence in our running back room, you know, we, we, I guess we got to be excited about it. I mean, with, with Akers, with Henderson, uh, Brown, um, I mean, uh, we should be set at the running back position if we're not trying to bring another guy in. But once again, Doc, I mean, uh, we, we can say one thing one week, two days later, it'll change. So, um, you know, I'm sure we've had ample film to watch for net over the last three seasons uh, that he's played in the league. So if, if the need comes about, uh, maybe we need more competition in that room. Maybe we don't. Maybe we have what we need. So um, we'll just we'll just go with the guys, go with the horses that we have, and see how it, see how it pans out. I, I don't think Fournette will be on the street very long. I think somebody will swoop in and get him. Somebody like Seattle, maybe somebody like the 49ers, because we have a division where two of those teams are really really uh, run oriented. Man, their their priority is running the football in Seattle and San Francisco. So. Maybe he lands in one of those two spots. And that's the thing, man. Do you really want one of those teams to get a player like this when you can actually use this dude, man? Six feet, 6'1", 228 pounds. Like I said, big and physical, man. Runs a 4'5", you know, 76. He caught 76 balls last season, man. He could pretty much get it done. Jacksonville said they didn't release him because of productivity. I guess there's some other things, but. Come on, man. I mean, I mean, and like I said, he has something to prove. So, and I know they're talking about they got a lot of, of, of money they got to try to save because they got to play pay Rams in Cooper Cup. But hey, man, if you can get Fournette just for one year, for one year, let him prove himself, then go somewhere else, man. I don't know why they wouldn't even think about it, man. Because dude, I mean, like he's twenty five, man, and it's it doesn't like it's not like we have a franchise running back, a proven one that's on the roster right now, anyway. Well, we don't know. We don't. We don't know what Acres is. We don't. We don't know what a what a full time starting Daryl Henderson is right now. But you know, you know, with Jacksonville, you know, releasing a guy and uh, you know, I, and it wasn't because of production. Then, then what was it? I mean, uh, are you are you telling everyone that you're tanking for a quarterback? I mean, I think that's maybe what you're doing. But as far as the talent that that, that Fournette has, I think he can be a great addition to any offense. Man, he's big, powerful can run young. And like I said, he doesn't have that much wear and tear on his body. So uh, maybe maybe a new atmosphere, a new round of coach, 
coaching can really help help Leonard and propel him to new heights. So we'll see what happens, man. I, just from what I see and what I hear, I just think that we're cool. We're, at a, we're in a good place with our running back room. And I'm with you on that, man. I'm not saying anything bad about the running backs and not trying to show any lack of confidence, but I'm just the fact, man, you got a guy like Fournette, you got to at least think about it and look at it because what this is what I like about Malcolm Brown. It seems like the uh, running back coach in the Rams, same thing. I mean, he's a vet. He's dependable. He's intelligent. He knows the game. He had a career-high five touchdowns last season, so he's like a red zone type of guy, but we still don't know if he can be that everyday down back, but I guess he has earned an opportunity to show that he can be an every down type of back. Daryl Anderson, our Memphis Tiger, out with the hamstring injury right now, so probably won't play in week one, but he's just explosive, man. Solid, little thick dude, man. You run into him, run into dude, he'll thud you. Now, Cam Akers, he's a rookie. We know he's a natural running back. That's what I like about him because he has that vision, and you can pretty much line him up in the pro-style offense behind a fullback or in the spread back there by himself. And all running backs can't do that, man. Cam is one of those. He can see a hole before it gets there. He can see it once it, it comes. And once it comes, he has the speed, speed and explosiveness to get through it. John Kelly is just another one of those vets, man. One cutter downhill. And uh, Xavier Jones, man, you know, he he hasn't gotten a lot of touches uh, this training camp because, you know, he's last on it, you know, pretty much last on the depth chart. But he has taken advantage of the reps that he has gotten. So I have confidence in what these dudes can do. I'm not saying that. And Malcolm Brown has earned the right to show the Rams that he can be that dude. But I'm just like, man, when you have a dude like this, man, uh, like Fournette, man, you got to at least think about it. But, hey, we're going to roll with the guys that they got, man. And I'm just glad they got some airtime, Isaac, man, even though they didn't really talk and say too much. But uh, I'm just glad HBO finally showed my RBs, man. Shoot. Well, I think the whole I think the whole HBO hard knocks, man. I mean, we see a lot of contact with the Chargers, but we don't see much field work happening with no, them. No, we don't. That, that must be in the contract that was written, you know, kind of keep us a mystery, which I like it. I don't mind. I mean, you know, we are playing quote unquote America's team week one, so we don't want to give any film when they're not giving any film. So um maybe maybe that's maybe that's the contract that's that was written between the Rams and, and HBO. So Hopefully we keep it at they keep it like that and it works to our advantage week one. Well, I mean, and plus, man, once again, man, we're not getting a lot of airtime, man. This episode, I'm not gonna cry about the airtime or the lack of airtime our Rams didn't get because they were discussing a serious situation in Jacob Blake, man, and the ongoing oppression and murder of our people, you know, uh that look like us, you know, our brothers and sisters, man. So uh, I didn't want to cry because of that. But dang, man, it's just a lot of Los Angeles charges, and we don't see the Rams too much field work where we do see a lot of the Los Angeles charges, but uh, it is what it is, man. And, and another, it is what it is. And on a tough note, uh, learned that, you know, linebacker Traven Howard, man, was fighting for one of those inside linebacker spots, hurt towards meniscus in his knee. Uh, it's going to be tough, man. He was competing to be one of those inside linebackers next to Michael Kaiser and uh, Brandon Staley's 3-4 hybrid type defense. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, tough situation to lose a, a young fellow like Howard, man, when he's fighting to get this position, man, and, and pretty much earn the right. And just to go down and camp like that, Isaac, and know you're pretty much out for the season, man. Uh, uh, as far as that linebacker group, do you see that affecting us hugely? Well, that's that's one of the positions where the spotlight's going to be on most of the year, man. Just that those linebacker that li that linebacker crew, man. 
Um, you know, it was one of the uh, spots where we needed to give some attention. And I think we did that. But, you know, to have a guy go down like that, I mean, your heart goes out for him. But, you know, like we've been talking about on this show, man, this is a this is a production level. This is a production uh, position. This is this is where guys have to come in and be and, and produce and be ready to produce when you get the opportunity. So with him being down, uh, you know, it creates an opportunity for the guys that he was competing with, uh, the Clay Johnsons of the world to come in and, and, and just see how they fit and can they hold fort and, and can they keep uh, that 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 million dollar that that brute force defensive line that we have happy with, with doing their job. So they have a part to play. And man, next man up, let's get these guys in here, get the guys ready to play, get them prepared to play, know their assignment, be where they're supposed to be and don't fool anybody. Exactly right. And Clay Johnston, man, the rookie that they've shown hard knocks a lot, man. This is an opportunity for her to give for him to get some little uh some more reps, man, and kind of show that he does deserve a spot on that fifty three man roster, at least on the uh practice squad. But we need those guys like Troy Reader, man, and uh those other linebackers like him, man, to step up right now because this is their time, man. You know, Kenny Young, Troy Reader, they play that inside linebacker spot as well. You know, Young came in the trade from Baltimore last season, only played on special teams, but now is his chance to do some things and readers signed last year undrafted out of Delaware started eight games so he's been in that position and been in that spot before he's been on the field so uh this is another opportunity for him to show what he can do Cooper Cup we already know what he can do set out like ankle soreness but he seems to be okay man should be ready versus the Cowboys and I think the Rams are being very very cautious with Cup, and I'm pretty sure you understand that man being a wide receiver because you know what he can do. If he has any kind of knickknacks, he don't need to be out there practicing on something that he can end up getting himself hurt more. No, I think guys are just in a position, the veterans are in a position right now just to be, uh, just to make sure they're fine-tuned. Um, you know, I, I, I can remember back in my training camp days when it got closer to uh, showtime, uh, and it's always it's always similar when the U.S. Open is, is being played, tennis U.S. Open in New York, Flushing, New York, when it's being played. I always had my mindset, OK, the following week, it's time to get busy. But this this is that time where, you know, you want you want that thud to be at least probably maybe one tackle in practice just to be in, being used to hitting the ground and getting back up and making sure that your feet are no longer sore from the cleats that you wear. So you, you want to make sure that you're available for that first game and do everything that you can to be available, not only for the first game, but for that first week of practice with, with the game plan going in. So that's kind of the mindset of the veterans right now. And uh, hopefully that's, that's where these guys are. And we'll see every all 53 or however they let dress on game day on the field come uh, this September 13th, is it? Yes, sir. Speaking of September 13th, Isaac, it's almost that time, man. Bring them damn Cowboys to La La Land so we can thump you upside your head, man. The 2020 season ready to kick off for our Rams, and we got to talk about these Cowboys, man. We talked about them in a previous episode, a previous show. Now, they did beat the hell out of us last year, dog, 44 to 21. They were up 28 to 7 at halftime, man. That was in D time, but this game is going to be played in La La Land, man. And what better way to open SoFi Stadium against they like to call themselves America's team. I never call them that. But them dudes with that star on their helmet, man, with that country owner, Dallas, I think we ready, bro. Are we going to be ready? Are we going to have to be ready on September 13th? Absolutely. It's, it's a mystery, Doc. I mean, no preseason games. No, It's not like we're, we're going to scrimmage them. I think we scrimmaged them a couple of years ago in Oxnard, uh, a couple of years ago in, in training camp. But 
you know, it, it, it's going to be a lot unknown. I mean, there's a, there's a new coaching staff that's in Dallas, uh, you know, some some new additions on the offense. Uh, you know, we're going up against, you know, the Zeke and Dak show. And let's not forget that offensive line. You know, that offensive line has been mentioned the last couple of years as far as being top five in the National Football League. So they're coming to town. They, they got a revamp defense with the addition of an Alden Smith who hasn't played in a very long time. But from what I hear, Doc, it's, it seems like this guy, you know, he still has, hasn't lost it. So he's coming in fresh. Uh, you know, hopefully we can we can use that to our advantage, you know, you know, with his anxiety of being back on the field. But it'll be a great matchup, man. I think I'm glad it's being played in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, we have that home field advantage, if you can say that this year. But, um, yeah, it's time it's time to lock and load, man, and get your eyes focused on the prize, which is which is the Dallas Cowboys uh, for week one. And speaking of the Dallas Cowboys offensive line, man, they are. Uh, uh, great, and they played extremely great last season, man. They gassed us for 263 yards rushing, bro. We only had 22 yards rushing. And you know, man, if you rush for 263 yards against any team, you're absolutely destroying that defensive line, man. I don't really see that happening this year. We need a lot better performance from that defensive line in this situation, even though that Cowboys offensive line is good and that Cowboys defense should be uh, better than it was, man. But I don't see them rushing for 263 yards this year. Damn it, they better not. And even though our Memphis Tiger, Tony Pollard, had him a great game against our Rams, had him 100 yards, uh, more than 100 yards rushing against us last season, we just cannot allow that to happen, man. Ezekiel Elliott with the little short shirt, man. We're going to have to take care of you too, man. Cut that hair. Uh, We're just going to have to chop you to pieces. But I'm looking forward, man. I'm excited, man. This game, uh, uh, first game of the season, Sunday night football, man. The Rams opening SoFi Stadium. And you said – you're right, Isaac. Not really a home court advantage, man, because there won't be any fans in there. But everyone wants to see how the Rams are going to bounce back this season. They want to see if the genius Sean McVay can get off to another good start. But we got off to a 3-0 start last year, so even winning the game, we can't be too excited. We have to be able to maintain that consistency and that professionalism to carry this on. But opening the season with a W, Isaac, is always important, man. This is why you go to training camp, man. This is why you start to prepare uh, in the off season, heading into training camp, making sure you're healthy, making sure you're stronger, and and not only that, but better than you were last year. All all of that culminates and 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 brings us right to September the 13th versus the Dallas Cowboys. And Dallas Cowboys, September 13th, Sunday night football. And hey, the next time we talk to everybody on here, man, it's gonna be the Rams gonna have their 53 man roster. It's going to be time to ball out. It's actually going to be game week. Looking forward to that, man. So the next time you hear Isaac and Doc on Ramblings, we're going to be talking, previewing a football game for real, for real. And I'm excited, man. And to all those young fellas that do get cut this weekend, man, have faith, man. Be encouraged, man. Trust God's process because his process is not always what our process is now. So understand, man, it's be a lot of these guys first time being cut though, Isaac, and facing any kind of adversity, man, and that's, hey, bro, I, 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 I totally under that. I totally understand that. Period, man. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, you, you fall seven, get up eight, you know, and uh, um, it, it's just a, a time, and like, like I said, it's about being a professional. Uh, you're gonna, you're not gonna always be up in games. I'm sure some of these guys in college were losing football games in college, and uh, weren't happy about it. But what happened? You kept fighting through it, so. Uh, use that same that, that same principle, those same that same fortitude, intestinal fortitude that you have, and see yourself 
as a starter, as a, as a professional, as a pro, and be that pro this week and the week beyond. No doubt about it. And once again, my running back group, Malcolm Brown, tote that rock. Darren Henderson Jr., get healthy and tote that rock. Cam Akers, tote that rock. Xavier Jones, tote that rock. John Kelly, even though he's from Tennessee, he's a Ram, though. Tote that rock. That's going to do it for this episode of Ramblings with gold jacket wearing Isaac Bruce and gold shirt and gold boot wearing Doc Holiday. Until next week, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.